for staying with us at Real Presence Live. Before we head into our next segment of our program this morning, I want to invite you to visit our website, realpresenceradio.com, for even more great content. There, you can listen to programming from your local area, find a podcast if you happen to miss one of our daily shows, submit a prayer intention for Prayerfully Yours, and see the latest cancellations and announcements that we are putting out to you for the uh, coronavirus precautions. Be sure to check it out, realpresenceradio.com. Very good. And this morning we've got Father Jordan Dosh with us on the phone. And uh, good morning, Father. How are you today? Good morning. I'm doing quite well. Thank you for having me. Good. Father's the Director of Vocations in the Bismarck Diocese. And as we start, Father, uh, maybe you could just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes, my name is Father Jordan Dosh. I'm a priest for the Diocese of Bismarck, as you mentioned. Um, coming up at the end of this month, I will be uh, ordained for three years. For the last three years, in my first assignment, I was a parochial vicar at a parish in Dickinson, North Dakota, called St. Wenceslas. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was also a teacher for juniors and seniors and a chaplain at the local high school. So I've been doing that for the last three years. Um, and then this past year, I was the assistant vocation director, kind of moving into the role of full-time vocation director, and then um, come July 1st this year, I'll be taking over full-time. Great. Well, wonderful. And, you know, yesterday we celebrated the World Day of Prayer for Vocations. So what is this day, and why do we need to pray fervently for vocations? Yeah, so the World Day of Prayer for Vocations is a time in which um, our specific intention is for an increase in vocation. So there's Lots of different petitions uh, that are out there. Certain days are dedicated to, you know, common intentions. Pope Francis always has uh, his intentions if you want to join him in prayer for those things. And this day was dedicated uh, for vocation. So our staff uh, here in our diocese are really good at getting out information, uh, common prayers, just knowledge of the situation, so that all of our prayers can be united for this one cause, uh, which was for vocation. Um, and it's you know, pretty obvious why prayer for vocation is a good and necessary thing. You know, um, our Lord commands us to pray to the Lord of the Harvest to send out laborers to the vineyard. You know, we, we we love priests. We like young, excited priests. And we need to see that that's a possibility for the young people uh, in our area. And prayer is uh, definitely something which can open up the hearts of these young people to help realize that the vocation is a possibility for them. So that's what um, yesterday was. It was just a day uh, which was dedicated to praying for an increase in vocations. Excellent. Father Dosh, this is Father Brandon Moravitz, and I uh, just want to thank you for saying yes to the call of being a vocations director. I know there's a great responsibility with that. Um, my, my brother, Father Ryan Moravitz, up here in the Diocese of Duluth, is the vocations director um, here, and I often get an opportunity to, to talk with him about some of the joys and the struggles um, in that kind of role for the church. Uh, what, what sort of things are you looking forward to in this new role, and, and anything that kind of has you apprehensive, or kind of what's going on in your heart as you take on a new role? Anytime we take on a new role as priests, there's always both joys and a little bit of fear. Um, kind of where are you at in, in regards to this new role that you'll be taking on? Yeah, thank you for that. Um, like you said, there, there, there's joys and fears as well. You know, there's um, a lot of kind of unknown when you move into a new assignment. You know, you're not really quite sure of uh, what your day-to-day looks like, how it's going to change, you know, uh, developing new relationships with people. 
Um, you know, it's just kind of the fear of the unknown, you know, during the time of transition is it's something that's just kind of common. So, you know, that, that's definitely there for me, you know, moving from uh, my first assignment, first parish, you know, I'm going to miss my students quite a bit. Uh, but I'm also very excited for this new assignment. You know, it wasn't too long ago that I was in seminary. Uh, so I understand uh, the struggles of, of seminaries, and I'm excited to uh, be there with them through that and, you know, help them uh, become, uh, you know, the best possible priest, uh, which God is calling them to be. Um, some things that I'm really excited for uh, is to just um, encourage the faithful to understand, you know, what the Office of Vocation does, you know, uh, to be able to go around the diocese, uh, to take Masses, uh, to preach on vocations, to just kind of uh, let people have it in the back of their minds. It's something they always pray for. Um, it's something that's really blown me away since becoming a priest and moving into the role of vocation director is how much work goes into forming a young man to be a priest. It's, it's a beautiful thing. And, and to be quite honest, when I was in seminary, I don't think I was really aware of it. But I mean, there, there's time, there's money, there's energy, you know, so many meetings, so much work. Let, let alone his class load. Uh, but just, there, there's a lot that goes into forming a young man uh, to be a good priest. And, and the people deserve it. The people deserve good priests. And that's why, you know, our, our bishop dedicates an entire assignment just to uh, help form in those relationships. So I'm excited to be there for these young men. You know, we've got some great seminarians in our diocese, and I'm just, you know, super excited for them uh, to see what the next couple of years look like for them as they approach ordination and the joy that they have in, you know, growing closer to Christ and uh, the desire they have to serve the people. So I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to be there to assist them, uh, to inspire young men to see that it's a, a possibility for, for themselves, you know, to give it a shot uh, and to really just serve the entire diocese in uh, giving good quality uh, priests. Yeah. Father, I like that a couple times you you said uh, the importance of building relationship. And as you were saying that, I was just thinking that we, we do have this process of, of vocations. and and uh, But I wonder if you might speak to that. Oftentimes, I think people just think, well, I just, I hope that vocations will kind of just pop out of somewhere. But really, yeah, yeah, we yeah. need to ask people. We need to build relationships oh, with yeah. people. We need to invite them to consider the call. So what, what's been your experience with that, and why is that relationship and that invitation so important and critical in this process? Yeah, well, it's definitely a cooperation, you know, and often, you know, we don't want to come to, you know, Pelagian where, you know, it's all our work. And we don't want to just kind of sit there and just say, you know, God will provide while we may be missing the signs in which he is provided. You know, there's definitely a cooperation on our part. I always tell, you know, my former students, uh, but now my seminarians, that you, you really need to put yourself in a position to be found. You need to put yourself in a position to be found. And if you're thinking about a vocation, you know, then that means taking time to pray about it daily. Uh, but then also, you know, uh, going on a visit. You know, speaking to a priest, speaking to the vocation director. You know, uh, when I was in college, uh, there, there were these group of people that were, they were kind of perpetual discerners. You know, they, they didn't want to date anyone because they were thinking about the priesthood, and then they didn't want to go visit a seminary because they were thinking about dating someone. And they were just kind of sitting in this limbo. And I said, you know, God works with, with our free will. You know, go visit a seminary. It, it, in my own experience, when I went and visited a seminary, that I felt an incredible amount of peace. 
And it really wasn't until I visited the summer that I thought, you know, this is a real possibility for me. You know, uh, I'm, I'm happy uh, seeing myself here. And, and it is that cooperation. So trying to encourage uh, that in the young people that it's not just this completely passive, you know, prayer, but it is kind of a cooperation with God. It, it's kind of a funny thing. You know, you hear it all the time in, in a young guy who's thinking about the priesthood or a young woman who's thinking about religious life. They're saying, you know, I just want a sign from God, just waiting for a sign from God. And uh, I, w- I would ask my students, you know, I'd say, you know, how many young people your age are saying that? How many young people your age are thinking about a vocation in those ways? And they'd say, well, not a lot. And I'd say, well, why don't you take that as a sign from God? You know, oftentimes we're waiting for the stars to align or a voice to come down from heaven or saying to join seminary. And though God may work in those ways, you know, it's, it's more so in, in kind of the silence and the peace of the heart uh, and encouraging the young people to be able to recognize that in their own lives. So it is a participation. The Director of Vacations from the Bismarck Diocese, Father Jordan Dosh, is our guest this morning in Real Presence Live. Father Dosh, it's Father Brandon again here. Um, could you, like, if there's any, let's just say, families out there or parents they have a son or a daughter that have shown interest in a religious vocation. Yeah. Um, could you just like speak to them a little bit? Because I know sometimes I see parents that are a little too pushy, and then others that don't yeah. respond don't respond at all because they don't even know how to dialogue with their child when they <laughs> share the idea of being a priest. And those both those extremes I think are really dangerous. Um, and but if there's any parents out there, whether they have young children or high school children or even college age children that have shown an openness to a vocation, especially a religious vocation, what what advice would you give to them? to help them um, as parents in that process. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it's the mean between those two extremes. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, there's guys who you'll meet who feel that they have an expectation to be a priest based on their family. Yeah. And, and that, that puts a burden on their shoulders, which really prevents them from discerning properly. So it, it is kind of the mean, you know, to be open to what God wants in, in their child's life. You know, uh, to, to pray with them, to be open to it, to understand that seminary is, is a time of discernment. You know, just because they join seminary doesn't mean they're going to become a priest. And to allow their child to, to properly have that discernment. Um, I'll, I'll say a couple things uh, that were mentioned to me when I was thinking about the priesthood that, that really meant a lot. You know, whether they're from uh, teachers or family, friends or parents. Uh, but, you know, the thought of the priesthood was something that was just, kind of strange to me, and it wasn't, I wasn't able to really realize it until a little later on, but uh, someone just said to me, they said, you know, the qualities that I see in priests that I admire, I, I see in you, and I wouldn't be surprised if God was calling me to be a priest. <laughs> and it's something that, you know, I'll say to young guys, uh, you know, I'll just say, you know, have you ever thought about being a priest? And to be quite honest, every good young Catholic man should have thought about being a priest. Amen. You know, it should have been a process of discernment for them. But to the young man who's thinking about the priesthood, that question will mean so much more to them. It'll be something that's on their mind. So to not be afraid to have that conversation with them, but at the same time being able to step back and let God work in their own lives. Uh, and, and also to understand that, you know, you may not understand everything that's going on. Uh, but to no good priest to be able to put them in contact with, you know, whether it's your, your parish priest or, or the vocation director, uh, to put uh, your son or daughter in contact with them 
uh, to be able to have that conversation uh, is, is really, really important. Yeah. Well, and Father, let's say we have people listening right now. Maybe they've felt a little sense of, ah, I could consider the, the priesthood, but like you had mentioned before, they like either hyper-discern or, you know, oftentimes yeah. we have like this paralysis uh, by fear of like the unknown, like what lies ahead. But what would you say to maybe someone listening today where they're, they're a little bit on the fence, they're thinking, I kind of feel something, but I, I just don't know. Like, what would you speak into that situation for some of our listeners? Yeah, so I, w- I would just really like to, to emphasize that discernment is is not something that should bring anxiety or stress or fear, you know, but is a, if it's the work of God, then it'll bring a lot of peace in your life. Um, and, and, and to not be afraid to give it a shot, you know, when I was first thinking about the priesthood, to be quite honest, like I loved what I was, I was studying engineering, I was happy, uh, but I thought that, uh, you know, this could be a possibility, probably not very likely, but could be a possibility. And the thought in my mind was, I'm young, you know, I, I can give this a shot. You know, I'm 19 years old. What is giving one year up for God to discern this vocation so that I could have more confidence? You know, I didn't want to go through my life wondering whether or not God was calling me to be a priest. I wanted to have, I wanted to have firm resolve, and and that wouldn't be fair to my wife either if I was if I was still thinking like that. So to be able to give it a shot, I knew that seminary would make me a better husband, better father, better man, uh, and that. Whatever happened, I'd come out better. Uh, so that's why I gave them a shot and, and ended up sticking. Amen. Uh, thank you, Father Dosh, for being with us here today and sharing your story. And know of our prayers for you as you take on this no, new responsibility. Um, and I pray that you might know the joy and the peace um, in this new role um, as a vocations director. And God bless you and all the, the great people of the Diocese of Bismarck. Thank you. Appreciate it. Know of my prayers as well. Thank you. God bless Thank you. you. Up next, we will take some time to pray for your specific intentions during the Most Holy Rosary. We know some of you might be struggling with the coronavirus impacts. We know some of you or someone in your family may have some health issues. We know some of you may be having a hard time with a child or a family member leaving the faith. Whatever your need might be for prayers. We lay them at the feet of Jesus through our Blessed Mother. It's coming up next on Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.